Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Well, happy Friday, my friends, and we are into the conversation here with you as we get it done here on this 17th of November. It's 2023, but it's getting away from us fast. We have exactly six weeks left in the calendar year, and in 2024, baby, here we come. Really appreciate you being here today. Every last one of you who finds this show, if you're doing it live like so many of you are doing each and every day now, um, that's fantastic. And if you want to do it back a little bit later on, you want to time shift it and listen as you're getting some work done or on your lunch break, maybe on the way home from work, that'll make it happen as well. Thank you so much for finding us as we wrap our first three months on the show here this week and next, just six days away from Thanksgiving. Very thankful for our real NWHAB community. Very thankful for our Team B Media production here as we get this thing going each and every day and of course our people's post game shows after every Arkansas Razorback football and basketball game and we do that for you year round as well so here we go it's FIU it's Arkansas versus Florida International are you fired up are you ready to go well me neither but it's necessary as we cross the days off the calendar I mentioned Thanksgiving around the corner. I got visions of turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and lots of gravy all over it. It's usually a week when you just slow it down and get a little reflection on the year that you had from a football mindset, certainly on the season that went down. But things are not settled. They're not restful in Arkansas Razorback land. And... Look, it hadn't felt good the last couple years, truthfully. Last year was very touch and go. This year has been just bizarre land out of the entire team. And I think you find yourself now, as we turn the corner the last few days of the season, contemplating names and contemplating the next direction for Arkansas Razorback football. Unfortunately, right now, you're kind of stuck in limbo, in purgatory, as the case may be, for, you know, another week but not for too much longer. And I'll stick to the refrain and the song I've sung for you on every show here since that demolition derby that Arkansas took in the hands of Auburn on Saturday. I'm going to tell you the same thing. Just hold tight. It's coming. It's coming. And it's not coming today. I told you it wasn't coming this week. It's not coming today. And it's not coming next week either. The only way it's coming next week is if Arkansas turns around 
and gets body slammed by a garbage Florida international team. Now, it would be a little Razorback-ish for Arkansas to find a way to underachieve in this game and make it a competitive game. But I, I don't really see physically how Arkansas can lose this game unless you completely give up on defense again. I also wonder how many people are even paying attention to Arkansas versus Florida International at this point. Over or under for the game is actual attendance. I'll put it at 30,000. I don't think we'll run with that as our question of the day. We kind of did that earlier in the week already, but you ain't going to have many fannies in the seats. You're going to have a lot more emptiness staring right back at you. And to me, that speaks as loudly as anything. Is folks just not even being interested anymore. The last thing that you want as a company, let alone as a sports organization, right, is apathy out of your customers, out of your fans. Once people don't care anymore, then everything starts to erode. Confidence, buying power, commitment to the future. I don't think we've seen the complete erosion of recruiting yet, but I think right now we're in a spot where a lot of guys are kind of in sit-and-wait mode. If what we're hearing is true, Sam Pittman and his staff are hustling, telling everybody they're coming back next year, like he told us at the press conference on Monday, then I think you know there's an element of players listening to that, especially the ones who want to play here in Fayetteville, and just waiting to see where the chips fall. What does the future hold? You're not going to have to wait much longer. My guess would be next Friday night we hear something after the Arkansas-Missouri game. Probably during the People's Post Game Show, our last one of the football season. Though basketball starting up first week of January, baby. Looking forward to that as we are rocking and rolling all sold out and ready to go on that front around the corner. But I digress. Back to this coaching situation. If you're Hunter Juracek, you've been slick behind the scenes. You've said nothing. Again, much like the empty seats at the stadium tomorrow, I think Hunter Juracek's silence on the football program this week speaks louder than anything. Very easy for folks to get caught up in you know, propaganda and what people say into a microphone and, and all that stuff. But you ultimately got to use your brain power to think about what's going on in the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is, I don't know, your check has already moved on. If he wants his tenure here to continue, if he wants a raise, if he wants the next athletic director job, He's got one thing left to fix here at Arkansas, and that's the football program. That's the cash cow that's bleeding out right now. You know, the argument that Arkansas can't afford a, whatever it is, a $15, $16 million buyout to make a change in head coach? Mm. I'm not feeling that one. I am not feeling that one. And, you know, that's what it costs to operate as a football program. And coaches have a lot of negotiating power, a lot of leverage. And even if you're a confident AD like Hunter Yurichek, you know, is and came insane he was, and you don't want to throw around buyout money, you almost have to to keep the guy you want. So you're not going to get a discount on this. This idea that Sam Pittman should, I'm, I'm hearing some of that, should should give Arkansas a discount and just retire. It's not really how it's going to work. This is his last gig. He needs this money to live on. This will be the big payday, and then there aren't going to be many more big paydays. So... um I think this whole thing is is being negotiated right now in back rooms by the suits and the powers that be, and it's not for public consumption. 
You know, when things go down in courtrooms and legally, I was through that stuff myself this summer, trying to make this new operation happen. When you're going through that stuff to try to negotiate terms with somebody, I mean, it's complicated. It's not easy. And when it's done, do you go out there and blabbermouth about all the things that you guys have resolved? No, you don't. You don't say a word about that publicly until you have to. And if you don't have to, you don't say anything. In this case, you're going to need to say something, probably next Friday night, maybe next Saturday morning. But I don't think what happens here the next two games is really going to change that. Because if Arkansas somehow went out and, you know, destroyed Florida International, because you should destroy this garbage team, but even if they did, and then Missouri next week too, who I think is going to beat you down, even if you won these two games, do you feel right about the program? I mean, so up and down. So week to week all over the place, and mostly anemic offensively. You know, I'm looking at this spread for the game for tomorrow. They actually have one in this cookie-cutter week for most of the SEC where a lot of teams are just kind of stockpile wins before the season wraps up, get themselves bowl eligible if possible, which, of course, Arkansas can't do anymore. And Arkansas and Florida International is a 29-point spread. Arkansas is favored over FIU by 29 points. Folks, I don't know if Arkansas can score 29 points in a game. I don't know how they scored 30-plus against Florida. I mean, they scored 14 points so quick, I don't think they knew how they scored. Yeah, the quick Jalen Braxton touchdown after the opening drive touchdown, and and really the rest of that game, you, you only scored 20 points and only two more touchdowns. So that was an aberration, clearly. I'm stunned at this spread. I think you got to take FIU in the points. I think we'll even get Big Papa when we do our fearless four-turn six picks here coming up in less than half an hour. I mean, I would think he's taking FIU with the points too. 29 points? What's the over-under for this game? Let's pull that up here. 50 points. I mean, you think Arkansas and Florida International are combined for 50 points tomorrow? That'll be our question of the day. What's the best bet tomorrow? Arkansas minus 29, Florida International plus 29, over 50 total points between the two teams, or under 50 total points between the two teams. It's a good one. That'll be our QOD. We'll put that up for you here on the social media as we make our way through it. It's the real NWAJB. Your boy Josh Bertaccini inside of the Bunker Studio. Team B Media. Making this thing happen this year, three months into it, approaching 40,000 listeners. Y'all keep telling people, keep spreading the word, and uh, we're going to take over this game in our new form. I promise you that. Basketball post games all winter long. Excited for that. The Soups team is really good. Arkansas home for UNC Greensboro tonight. If it sounds familiar, it's because UNC Greensboro came in last year and was tied with Arkansas with one minute left. That was a battle. And Nick Smith, in one of his finer moments, and what became a very rocky up and down single year in Arkansas. But I remember correctly, he took over the end of that game, kept getting to the free throw line, and made sure that Arkansas did not get upset by Greensboro. This Greensboro team is veteran, experienced, and returns a lot of pieces from the squad that last year gave Arkansas a fit. So looking forward to the game tonight, 7 o'clock on the hill. He got soccer hosting a four-team kind of regional as we get deeper in their NCAA tournament. That's going on today. Of course, the high school football playoffs moving on to the 
quarterfinal round or the second round as the case may be, depending on your classification. TV Tyler Cass coming up inside of an hour to do the high school football action for us. So much to discuss. It's a busy weekend. Volleyball on the hill here, too. And, of course, on top of all of that, you got yourself college football and NFL and a lot of that to pay attention to, too. It's going to be a great sports weekend. Lots of drama going on in Arkansas Razorback football lane. Most of it behind the scenes. I think folks have burnt out a little bit on the plane tracking already, but I have no doubt the uh, the crazy crazies will be back at it really soon here. It is 20 minutes past the top of the hour. We're just 15 minutes into our conversation here on the program. Streaming live at our website, therealandwajb.com. Podbean, heck of an app. Do it. Download it at the App Store and get in on the show that way, or you can check us out on YouTube for the post games, give you a little video content too. And then once the show is over, give it five, 10 minutes and we are shooting right through the gates of the podcast universe on whatever platform you prefer to listen to. Let's take our first break of the morning. Happy Friday, y'all. Turkey day, just six days around the corner. Arkansas Razorback football going through it. FIU tomorrow. We'll get a QOD up. Come right back. Headlines are next. Stay tight. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at the realnwajb.com. 
are having some fun, are we not? So good to have you on board the program as we barrel our way through a Friday, six days out from Thanksgiving. I hope you're doing well, that you've done a little bit of that holiday shopping here in advance to get ready to settle into what should be just an awesome holiday stretch here. Thankful for every last one of you being on board this program. And we got a lot going on here, so we got our question of the day up. QOD now posted Twitter, Facebook, and beyond at the real NWAJB. It is the same uniform across the different social media. So find it where you need to find it. What's the best bet tomorrow? What's the best bet tomorrow? We'll give you four options up on the board. Hogs minus 29. I don't know how they're going to score 29. FIU plus 29. Over 50 total points. Or under 50 total points. Man, I think FIU's a great pick. I also think under 50 sounds like a great pick. I really don't see how this game is going to be, you know, just an absolute shootout. Then again, what do I know? That's why they have the spreads the way they have them. Um, We got a lot going on this weekend. I ran through some of the stuff out the gates. Arkansas and FIU tomorrow night. This game will be played at 630, which is just ridiculous, right? Uh, It sounded ridiculous when they announced it for 630 in the first place. ESPNU. For the TV coverage, if you're staying at the tailgate or staying home or whatever, over under for this game, we'll do that one kind of de facto off the social media, our secret QOD, over under 30,000 actual attendance for the game tomorrow. Not what they announce. I know I'm going to start, well, they're going to say it's 69. They're going to say it's 74. Actual attendance for the game. I go under 30,000. I've been in that place when it's, you know, had less than 10. I'm thinking of the spring games. Do you think this one has a better turnout than a spring game? Mm. It's going to be crazy low. And I think that's going to tell you an awful lot. As far as word on the street, nothing out of 100 euro check on the football situation. We've almost progressed to the point of names now. I don't think I want to put them out there necessarily. Like I said, there's a difference between doing an interactive, articulate, you know, 90 minute, two hour, whatever talk show and just you know trying to start stuff on on twitter x or whatever they call it on on facebook you know you don't have to start stuff all the time but i think you do have to be real and at a certain point here you need to start talking about coaching names i don't think it's disrespectful either to have the real conversations that we've had on this show i had a guy who i will not name i'm not going to name him even though i want to right now who's a local we'll just say newspaper writer even though everybody works on the internet now but a local newspaper writer and he told me to my face that he thought I was a little bit unquote unprofessional for saying that I thought that Hunter Juracek was already moving on, that Sam Pittman was not going to be the coach next year. Okay. I took this and I said back, that's my job, blank. That's my job is to call it what it is and to try to find some sort of objective truth. And there's nothing I've said on this show in the last, what now, week of shows? That I that I would take back. I think we're on point. I think just because I'm the only guy telling y'all in a position of any kind of influence right in the sports media world here in, in Arkansas, in Northwest Arkansas, just because I'm the only guy telling you the truth doesn't mean I'm wrong. It might make people uncomfortable. But you know what I said back then? You're, you're acting a little unprofessional right now. I said, you know what? I think you're being unprofessional. Your job is not to be friends with the coaches, blank. Not to be friends with the coaches. Isn't your job to tell your readers and folks in the Razorback sports community 
what you truly believe to be happening and not to just cater to the Kremlin, you know, to the U of A powers that be, not to just make your buddy the coach happy so you can have some old cold beer with him later at his lake house. I mean, who's side of yawn here? I think a lot of folks have lost the plot on what it means to work in sports media or media in general. Your job is... At the end of the day, it shouldn't be about chasing clicks, and it definitely shouldn't be about chasing friendships. It's supposed to be about some kind of objective truth. And if you can do that really well, and tell it how you see it, and report the facts as you gather them, and put in the work, then you absolutely have a right to an opinion. But you want to say I'm being unprofessional because I'm the only truth teller it seems like left around here? Mm -mm. Other way around. Maybe you rethink your circle of friends and who should be in it. Um, it's a lousy weekend as far as the schedule is concerned. Unprofessional. Who's being unprofessional here? Um, it's a lousy weekend in the world of college football. It just is. And I think, you know, it's one of those weekends we discussed yesterday when most teams are just chasing dubs. They're trying to get themselves bowl eligible, get across the finish line. And these games are, are, you know, just mostly not good. You do have a couple of good games nationally. I'm sure we'll pick some with Big Papa here in a few. Washington and Oregon State is a 5-11 matchup at 6.30 on ABC. I'd rather stay home and watch that one than begrudgingly go to this Arkansas FIU game like I need to. Uh, Kansas State and Kansas battling for the turbines or the sunflowers or whatever they do there. 6 o'clock, they'll play that game in Lawrence. They're both ranked in the top 25 which is unusual. Georgia-Tennessee's a 2.30 game. One at, what is it, 18? Yeah, Tennessee's 18 in the rankings. Utah-Arizona, 22 visits 17. I think Louisville-Miami's a good game in the ACC. Number 10, Louisville having a bounce-back year. SEC, it is, uh, it's just tough sledding. You got, here are the games. Alabama versus Chattanooga. Yeah, that's one of them. Southern Miss versus Mississippi State. Ole Miss versus La Monroe. A&M versus Abilene Christian. Auburn versus New Mexico State. Wow. LSU versus Georgia State. I mean, come on. Now you do a Florida at Missouri, Kentucky at South Carolina. Like I said earlier, Georgia at Tennessee, but this is not a great college football schedule this weekend at all. NFL. So pretty entertaining game for a half last night. Then Joe Burrow gets dinged up, sprains his wrist. Browning comes in. That's pretty much a wrap. Ravens, I'm almost all in on them, and yet they have found some ways to lose. They should not have lost to the Brownies last week, but they are 8-3. and three. They should be 9-2. and two. Gus Edwards is their short yardage guy. Keaton Mitchell is a, is a game breaker. I think he's going to bust loose for him here down the stretch. You saw him flash it in that 21-yard run yesterday so quick. Uh, Odell Beckham, 116 yards receiving. And Lamar Jackson, look, he hadn't had an unbelievable statistical year, but he's becoming more of a a pocket passer, and it's hard to make that evolution. Just ask K.J. Jefferson, but how about a 70% completion percentage for Lamar Jackson this year? And it's not all short stuff. I mean, eight yards per completion is easily the most of his career. Now, the TD to INT ratio, 12 to 5, is not outstanding, but he's been a little bit more of a game manager and a little more conservative. He does have 535 yards rushing, less than usual, but Five rushing TDs on top of it. I mean, he's playing like a franchise quarterback. And the Ravens are 8-3. and three. Chiefs this weekend home for the Eagles. Should be a great Monday night game. Cowboys are in Charlotte 
against Carolina. That's a terrible game. We're not picking that game. Jets and Bills at 330 is another lousy one. I just can't do the Zach Wilson thing anymore. Steelers-Browns a good game this weekend. And Lions home for the Bears. Again, Ravens 34-20 to last night. They improve. Staying three of the Bengals in some trouble. Five and five. And it just feels maybe like it's not going to happen for them this year. Burrow has been dinged up all season long. Um, other notes and nuggets. Razorback Soccer gets to play in the second round of the tournament today. And they're hosting a four-team mini-regional here at, at, uh, at campus here in Fayetteville. So if you're into the soccer, you got that going on, which is pretty awesome. Uh, what else? NBA last night. Thunder going to Golden State. Now, Steph Curry dinged up and out of the mix, but 128 to 109. SGA 24 and 7. How about Isaiah Joe hooking at 23 points last night? Made all seven of his three pointers. What a night for Isaiah Joe. 23 points, seven threes, and five boards off the pine. Jalen Williams shipped in two and three. Isaiah Joe has become one of the best shooters in the NBA. OKC is 8-4 and four and a ton of fun. I'm going to get myself out to a Thunder game here really, really soon. So that's going on, too. And you got high school football action. State playoffs continue. I know Fayetteville is home for Southside. So it is going to be a traffic-laden nightmare all over the place tonight. Give yourself some extra time as you're making your way through. Uh, Arkansas Razorback football. I'm getting the folks, what are the names? Who are you looking at? We can have some of that conversation today. I think next week, maybe a little bit better for that, or even the postgame show tomorrow night. Remember, people's postgame coming at you 15 minutes after every Razorback football and basketball game on Saturdays all year long. So what, games at 6.30? I'm thinking 10 o'clock for our jump tomorrow night as we hang out, and that'll probably be a good time to dig a little deeper into what the last week of Razorback football is going to hold. But that's for tomorrow, and this is for today. Let's take a quick timeout. We come back, Brian Big Papa Small from Gravity Design Lab joins us. We'll do some picks. Really appreciate your listening. Happy Friday, y'all. Josh Bertaccini and the Real NWAJB. We're coming right back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs, and don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability. Accessibility 
convenience and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. Tough week, certainly, for Arkansas Razorback fans as they contemplate the future of this football program, and certainly... Our conversations this morning have underscored the fact that things are getting late fast for Sam Pittman and crew. And you wonder how this is going to play out, not just in terms of the head coach, but what about the assistants? What about the rest of the staff? Whenever there's a change made, it gets very difficult to maintain any kind of continuity moving forward. Our question of the day today, what's your best bet for tomorrow? First couple hundred votes are in. On the social media. Again, you can follow, listen, watch, subscribe at the real NWA JB. Best bet tomorrow, or QOD. What is the best bet for tomorrow? Hogs are favored by 29 points in this football game. FIU, a massive underdog, but a terrible team from Conference USA with a one in six season mark in league play. And uh, I just don't think they have anything going on. I think this is going to be a pretty easy win for Arkansas with a lot of backups playing. I think one of the storylines that maybe counterpoint would make this game a little more interesting would be if Sam Pivin said it's time for Jacoby Criswell to get a start, but he's not going to do that. And uh, you wonder how much Criswell will actually end up playing in this game. The over-under is a very interesting number, too. We talked about this earlier in the show. Over 50 total points or under 50 total points between the two teams. What's the best bet of those four? Work the spread in and the over-under in. First couple hundred votes are in. FIU plus 29 getting 57% of the vote. Under 50 total points getting 24% of the vote. I think those are the right two bets. Over 50 total points. 12% of the vote. And Hogs to cover minus 29. Just 7% of the vote coming through on the Twitter machine. Timbo, leave the spread, take the under. 
and always take the cannoli. That is fantastic stuff out of Timbo. Indeed. How about the Facebook crew? Joe writes in, JB, the most interesting thing is that Vegas thinks we can actually score 29 points in a game? It's funny. Cody, you think the Hawks could cover, but last week had me shook. It's a good one there, too. I mean, it's true. Buster, BG, my man. Sometimes we forget about BG in the morning show producer club. Definitely take FIU in the points and take the under. Chuck, FIU plus 29 under 50. Hogs 23 to 9. Big Ben was 15 minutes late this morning. Chuck. Well, see, calling Chuck Big Ben's a little weird because his name's Chuck. So Chuck Big Ben in Greenland just doesn't quite work for me, Chuck, but we'll figure something out. Clint writes in. Have we gotten a call from Clint on the show yet? I don't know if we have. Clinton Cabot says FIU plus 29. And Gregory writes in. It's got to be FIU plus 29. And it only makes sense to take the under. BT, take FIU plus 29. This offense is still stuck in neutral, and the defense may repeat last week. I worry about that, too. That'd be the one way this game could get strangely competitive, would be if the defense comes out just completely disinterested, check out City, and doesn't tackle. If that happens, uh, who knows what happens in this football game. A lot going on in Razorback land. I think one of the things that maybe has hurt me a little bit here in the last couple of weeks while we've talked about probably the need for change with football is that I don't have a name, right? I've thrown a couple loosely at you, but I don't want to jump full blast into the conversation about names yet. I think Hunter Juracek is understandably doing that stuff behind the scenes right now. But come next week, I think we get more into that. And I wish I had more of a name, but I'll tell you this. Um, Hunter Juracek probably hadn't even decided yet. This stuff has got to go through so many layers. You got to get a board of trustees approval. You got to sell it to people behind the scenes before you sell it in front of the scenes. So I don't know. We're going on what we know at this point. And what we know is uh, the tea leaves in front of us and what we're gathering and uh, change is imminent. I have not changed my tune whatsoever, as so many have here in this last week. And that's just because this is what I'm hearing. And I think it's what's happening. But we'll keep you posted. You can listen back to this show across the podcast universe, wherever you find it. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, you name it. Streaming live at our website, therealnwajb.com. YouTube. For the video drops and for people's post game shows tomorrow night after Arkansas and FIU, it's late night. But hey, we prove it all night. Springsteen style. We're coming at you 15 minutes after the game wraps up. So throw it on your post game tailgate or on your way home, or if you're just kicking it on the home front and you want to make some sense of the game that just went down, we'll be on Podbean Live and YouTube streaming it right after the game and then podcast that bad boy up. As we make our way into Sunday. And then next week's a short week. We'll come at you on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then shut it down on the morning show. Obviously for Turkey Day and Black Friday. And our final people's postgame show of the football season. Friday night after Arkansas and Missouri. Two games to go. One week to go. Hog football at a crossroads. Ain't no question about that one. Hey, y'all are awesome. Appreciate every last one of you. Finding some time for us making it happen and being here on the program the real nwajb making it to three months in and uh, been a ton of fun i like the i feel like the future is uh it's bright it is very bright y'all are making me feel like uh like a million bucks here so thank you all for that all right okay okay it's gonna be all right 
Head up high in the 60s today, a little cloud cover. Weather should be nice tomorrow, too. So whether you're going to the game or not, whatever you're doing, be safe out there and have a heck of a weekend, okay? For Team B Media in the Bunker Studio and the real NWA JB, I'm Josh Bertaccini. Have a great weekend. We'll see you in the postgame tomorrow night.